previously on my best friend's journal. I feel like there's the stigma on women to um, not touch themselves. Really, it's not about them at all. It's just uh, about the male ego. If if a guy is not giving 100% of the pleasure with his dick alone, his fragile little ego will shatter. Just another double standard. September 12th. That's my birthday. <laughs> Why are you so disappointed? <laughs> because there was no recognition in your eye when I said September 12th. You got married the day after your birthday? Nope. Didn't get married on September 13th. When did you get married? September 24th. Oh, got it. When I say thrilled, I mean like this very specific thing, this this joyful feeling from something new and exciting and experience I haven't had before. So I was actually living with my dad in Delaware. He this is a white collar dude who like works like at a like a corporate job. It was the very tip of the iceberg of the dishonesty that I would soon come to find from him. What would my Patronus be? A flashlight. <laughs> <laughs> the world's most useless Patronus. Five years ago, he got a book to hold my private thoughts. And now we're gonna take a peek, grab a drink, or smoke some pot. Your private thoughts read aloud, how does that make you feel? I don't remember what I wrote, this shit might get too real. Nothing here is sacred, I'm haunted by my past. It's called My Best Friend's Journal. Let's start this damn podcast. Let's sing this theme a little longer first. It's someone's favorite podcast. Yes, and the world's greatest podcast. Oprah's favorite podcast. I always get a little bit nervous when we start this whole thing that none of the equipment is going to work, but I'm nervous. Every second of every day about most things. <laughs> well, I'm going to relax now because it seems like everything's working. We're recording and the mics are on. So. I'm, I'm, not, I'm confident about every. I'm good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> that twitch really belies your laid backedness. Yeah, that's my mom again. She's instilled nerve in me. Oh. Thanks, Mop. Hi, Mike. Hey, Cam. How we doing? I'm so good. <laughs> I'm great. I'm fine. What? Which one is it, Mike? Talking to myself now. <laughs> Coffee Ooh, hit. She is caffeinated. Yikes. Okay. Hi. Um. I'm good. I um. I don't know. I was in like a kind of funk this weekend, but it's always nice to see you. Pulls me right out of it. It's nice to see you as well. Um. Any reason that you've been in a funk? No. Just sometimes I get like. Sometimes I get in my head a little bit. <laughs> Weird. That must be a surprise to all of our listeners. I know. I was feel. I got like a little. Uh, I guess like a little isolated, but kind of self-imposed. I think. It's just, sure. It, yeah. I mean, does it have to do with like kind of living out in the country or not having a ton of community around you, or what? What do you think is making it feel that way? Um. No, I, I think I just get that way. I think maybe I had a lot of. <laughs> I'm a, a Gemini. We've been over this, and I think I had a lot of stimuli from people recently, and so then it just like. I jump to the opposite side of that and I dive into isolation. Okay. Um, just like forced balance on myself. Sure. Um, but then that comes with its own woes. It's okay though, because the best part of this weekend is that uh, we've been dog sitting for Michaela's parents, fluffy little ragamuffin dog. Oh, oh so sweet. Her name is Chewy. She's so freaking cute. She's just like, she's the perfect little comfort dog. She's a little rag doll. She's a little rag doll. Um, Why do you have her? They're out of town, so we're watching. But don't they have two? The other one is a little too big for us to handle. Oh. 
<laughs> okay. Without <laughs> without lube. Um, are we 20 seconds in? <laughs> Beat the record. <laughs> uh, lube is a pretty low bar compared to other things that have made it in 20 seconds into this podcast. That's true. Um, anyway, no, we just have the little, little cuddle monster, and she's so, like, there's no dog like her. She will all she ever wants is attention. She doesn't even want to go outside or eat. She just like is fed on affection, which is you perfect. You guys have that in common. <laughs> it's, it's true. If only it's a good diet. Um, she is the perfect little comfort dog. So when I'm like feeling lonely or whatever, that's all the that's all I need. I don't need human interaction. I want someone that'll give attention without speaking. Choose your emotional support animal. This reminds me. Um, it's Saturday night, I think I get home, and kicks in his comfy clothes. So. I'm like, oh, cool. Let's let's hang out. Let's watch a movie. It's like, what do you want to see? What do you want to do? He's like, oh, actually, I'm going to go uh, to a cast party with Michaela and her cat. She's in a show right now, so she's hanging out with a bunch of people. And I was like, oh, okay. He didn't um, invite me, but... <laughs> <laughs> You're fine with that. I can tell. <laughs> well, I honestly probably wouldn't have wanted to go. I was ready to have a night in. Okay. Um, but still, I was like, that's odd. Um, usually, I'm, I feel welcome to things. But then I was like, if, the, if not, it's for a reason. Maybe she just wants to hang. Sure. Whatever. Yeah. And so he tells me that he's going to this party and I was like, oh, okay, well, I look over at Chewy and I go, it's okay. I have, I have you tonight. You're going to keep me company, right? What do you want to do? And I look over slowly and I see Kick with just kind of a blank stare on his face and he's holding her leash. <laughs> he goes, actually, um, Chewy is coming to the party. <laughs> and I go, okay, so... Just to be clear here, um, Chewy, the dog, got an invite to this party, but I'm standing in front of you still invitationless. He was like, I don't, uh, take it up with Michaela and ran out of the house. <laughs> dog in tow. Oh. Um, she texts me like two hours later uh, after I assume he relayed the story and was like, I, I just figured you wouldn't want to come, meant nothing. And I was like, that's okay. You have... You have sealed your fate. I need you to know this will forever be a moment in our friendship that I will <laughs> recollect. And I promised to tell it on the podcast. And um, here, here you go. <laughs> oh, poor baby Chewy had to go stay out past her bedtime. She I probably know. would have preferred staying at home with you on the couch. 100%. She was exhausted. It was animal cruelty. <laughs> she was exhausted. <laughs> poor dear. Too many stomach rubs. <laughs> stomach. We never. Too many belly rubs. Uh, so, what'd you do for the rest of the night? I just fingered myself for a few hours. <laughs> can you imagine yeah because i mean i didn't have to imagine i did it just like what would i do just sitting there with my finger stuck in my asshole (laughs) oh Hmm. god i i was gonna say nobody likes to be fingered i i kind of feel that way i I totally feel that way what i normally say is nobody likes a hand job because that's not true i gave once a really great hand job did you Oh, no, no, no. I made him jerk himself off while I watched. (laughs) Okay, so I guess it's true. (laughs) It is true. Nobody likes it for at least not to completion because, like, you can always do that better yourself. Yeah. Um, Because everyone has their own technique, you know? Although some people, I I, I feel the same way about fingering a a butt, but uh, I do (laughs) think that some people would disagree because I think some people really like it. Some people are not me. I don't want a skeletal little feeling finger in my asshole. Finger, Skeletor. You know what I, Who are you letting finger you? <laughs> Who's that monster? <laughs> um, Skeletor. Skeletor. I just, fingers feel like bony and gross. And yeah, I know. There's like a fingernail involved. Not into it. A dick is much better than a finger. Oh, yeah. Even if it's harder to get in, like. And it should be. <laughs> unless you're that first love of mine. 
Um, what I was going to say, though, do you remember a few episodes ago when I was talking about, we were talking about Michaela having to go to the doctor and getting a finger up her butt, maybe or maybe not. <laughs> How I, could I forget? I said uh, that uh, my doctor is really good when he has to like stick a swab up there or something. Like he's he's quite good and like makes it for medical reasons i believe is what you said yeah and i'm I'm trying to figure out how to say this and not make it sound like untoward but he just makes it feel fine like not a big deal and not you know painful or un- too uncomfortable or awkward okay um I a low it, bar for your doctor to be I, sticking i stuff think in so ass. but i don't know i feel like doctors can make all that feel a little bit like uh like the, rough like they don't have like always the like need the i remind you touch. of my doctor who very oh, yeah, aggressively like, fingered me yeah exactly. yes. well so i'm go I'm, it's an episode title <laughs> I'm taking back my compliments to my doctor because he swabbed my butt like he was like wielding a power drill. I, I he was like, "Now please just like <laughs> it, was, it was more like <laughs> oh my god." I was like, "Oh god." <laughs> Jesus. He just uh he went in there like he was a uh, fucking KitchenAid mixer. It took you for the ride of his, of your life. Yeah, he like he was acting like he was like whisking up eggs and I did oh not well, so much care for it. There are electric power tools meant for that exact purpose. Do you mean like an electric dildo? Yeah, I don't even know if you can call them a dildo because I've got a couple friends with these massive plug-in um, clitoral stimulators. I think you can call that a dildo. No, because they're like like bulbous head. You could never get that thing in your vagina. Oh, it's like oh, you mean like a like a um, like a hit not Hitachi like a magic wand? Yeah, Hitachi magic yeah. wand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I understand what you're saying. I was like, who needs direct power? <laughs> like, how how powerful is this? How much tolerance have you built up that you now need? <laughs> tolerance. <laughs> yes, the Hitachi Magic Wand. I totally know what you're talking about. It's amazing the uh, the advances that have come in sexual pleasure. We have... Actually, I was... Yes, I was just listening to an episode of This American Life, and they were talking about a woman who invented a... Um, it's a sex toy that gives you a simultaneous orgasm is how she painted it. So you'll get a clitoral and an internal orgasm. And that's up for debate anyway. A lot of people have disagreements on the kinds of orgasms women can have. And we're not here to speak on that. That's what she's claiming her item does. Uh She wanted... Wait, this was on This American Life? Yeah, because she... um, Don't need to get into the whole episode, but she was just talking about this award they won. It was an innovation award from the consumer... I don't know, something consumery. It's the same award that the VCR got and the camcorder got. It's oh, like wow. a massive deal and it brings like a big innovation award. Yeah, it brings huge light to these products that then um, generally go on to change technology. Um, but they took it away from her what? when they realized the nature, quote unquote, of her sex toy. They didn't basically realize it was a woman's sex toy. And once they realized it was for vaginas, or I guess not a woman's sex toy, but anyone with a vagina. Once they realized it was for people with vaginas, they uh, retracted it because it... Wait, so they thought it was like only for... Did they assume that it was for men or it was for men and women to use together or something? I guess at this like expo, there's already a long history of sex toys and uh, porn and stuff that are um, featured there, but always for men. And so they made the assumption that it was a male. Are you kidding me? You know, I I don't want to misquote anything so just check out the episode it's episode 681 of this american life it's called escape from the lab super cool episode um but anyway crazy that i mean is it crazy generally is in line with how we roll here in america with um men hating vaginas Uh, (laughs) being scared of them that i don't mean to laugh at that but it it reminds me of kind of a funny story that my (laughs) 
weirdly my mom told me um i've already alluded to the fact that my mom is like very buttoned up conservative lady and so the fact that she told me a story about a sex toy is bizarre it wasn't hers but um she told me (laughs) your mom was not talking to you about her own sex toy no can you imagine (laughs) um i (laughs) the same woman who you were afraid to have alcohol in the house in front uh of yeah no she was telling me a story i I was probably a teenager when she said this but she had a a a girlfriend or, or a woman she knew who um Whenever she was traveling, she always ended up getting her, you know, when if you check a bag, sometimes TSA will randomly search it mm-hmm. and then everything's all messed up and it's all just like a, a big jumble yeah, of shit. It's never gentle. Yeah. And so she took to traveling with a vibrator packed on top of all of her stuff. So if someone were to open her suitcase, the first thing they would have to touch to move would be a vibrator. Brilliant. And she swears by the fact that she never, like, even if she has a, a, a tag that says it was checked by TSA, nothing's unfolded because <laughs> men are scared of vaginas. Men are scared and, of vaginas. And they don't want to touch someone's vibrator. So and, they open it up. They're like, ah, never mind. But you know what? Good for your mom's friend for taking advantage of that. Like, be scared of my vagina. It's a, def- it's a shield. Yeah. <laughs> there was one other moment in my life when I realized that my mom knew more about sex and, like, sexual vernacular than I would have ever assumed that she did. Mm-hmm. Um, and... So we had this cat growing up. Her name was Smudge, and she lived. Smudge the cat. Smudge. That was cute. actually the name from a children's book that I had when I was a kid. Um, so it was this this really sweet gray cat, and she lived outside because I'm very allergic. And so in the winter, she would stay in our garage. And uh, one time we were, I was driving with my mom, and we we got home, and uh, she was pulling into the garage, and the light hit the front of her car just right, and you could see there were little cat paw prints all mm-hmm. over it. So Smudge had been just like walking on her car. And she goes, ugh, there's just pussy prints all over my car. (gasps) And it got got really quiet. And my mom goes, just like the quiet. She heard it after she said it. Because she she always called the cat Pussycat, which made me very uncomfortable. Never spoke about it again. Your little snore just sounded a lot like a queef, which is perfect. (laughs) Have you ever been uh, present for a queef? Um. Yes, a friend of mine from college can do it on command and showed us all the time. Oh, good for her. Yeah, it's fun. I had a friend she had that like I... get in her back and like do a yoga position and kind of like oh, pump air in. <laughs> that's so funny because, uh, yeah, I once was doing yoga with one of my friends when we lived in Korea and we were in plow pose where your legs like over your head. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's called plow? Plow, yeah. Is that which chicken, chicken or egg came first? Getting plowed <laughs> or the plow pose? <laughs> you have to ask some yogis. Uh, but anyway, it, was, it got really, really quiet in the middle of this like holding a pose and we just heard like the slow release of air and she was so like comfortable with her body and was she it like just... this <laughs> no it was more like <laughs> oh and she just cracked up and she's like i just queefed like <laughs> oh, really good. take you out of your yoga situation but it was great, great. i love the word just like <laughs> queef the word like just viscerally it's like fun to say queef. it is very visceral oh, oh well, now damn. that you've rolled around in that for a minute <laughs> Where did this all come from? Oh, the sex toys. Yeah. Oh well. Anyway, I'm I'm glad we've come to a place where the innovation award. She did get the award back, by the way, that they had revoked. Oh, good. Uh, after a lot of protest. Um, good. I'm gonna look that toy up and get it for some friends for Christmas. It's. We have options nowadays. Talking about my flashlight. Like back in the day, you didn't have. You had your finger, and that was it. I guess, and whatever you could manufacture around the house. Back in the day. <laughs> what do you know about the day? Well, when I was. <laughs> Younger and exploring my sexuality, you had to get whatever. You... Oh, I I understand what you're saying. A now. friend of yeah, mine, yeah. for instance, once used her mom's like heating, um, vibrating shoulder rub thing, which is huh? like, you know, like a, it was like a heat pack that vibrated, and sure. she would um she would steal that from her mom, her poor mom with 
back problems, just wanted her little heating pad and she couldn't <laughs> find it because her daughter was rubbing it all up against her. Yeah. Like the humping pillows. Uh, yeah, I'm sure did you ever put any house. Honey, have by- you seen my heating pad? <laughs> um, no. Uh, one second. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you ever put any household items up your butt as a young gaby? There's been things in my butt that were not intended to be there. I mean, I intended them to be there, but they were not built for that. <laughs> Some household items just look perfectly designed for a young gaby's butthole, like uh, hairbrush. hairbrush. Uh-huh. <laughs> been there. Have you? Oh yeah. It's the handle, uh, the- obviously. <laughs> I love how it made so much sense to both of us in that moment, but like, how could that have, that could have sounded so <laughs> shocking to someone else? Yeah. Um, uh, it's like usually like a tapered, like not too, uh, big in circumference situation. Yeah. It's like baby's first butt plug. Yeah. Yeah. Like a very skinny dick. It's also safer than any edible item. Yeah. There was uh, actually a hairbrush in my bathroom growing up. Uh, I guess it was my hairbrush. <laughs> <laughs> I've been hairless for so long. Hairless. hairless. I, I've been bald for so long that I can't really imagine owning a hairbrush. But now I'm just imagining you with no eyebrows, no beard. No. <laughs> you probably could rock it, honestly. Oh, well, thanks. Um, no, I just, anyway, I had a hairbrush growing up that um, it was perfect. It was like, it was black silicone handle, which is what sex toys are made of. So oh God, perfect. Like, it was, it was pretty much a, uh, a starter dild. Did you have to breathe dild? <laughs> Just kind of wanted to. <laughs> All right. Well, we're at that point where we're abbreviating two syllable words. So I think it's time to move on. Yeah, let's get into the episode, eh? Hey! Pussy cat, pussy cat, you're delicious. And if my wishes can all come true, I'll soon be kissing your sweet little pussy cat lips. Pussy cat, pussy cat. I, I truly mean this. I don't know how, but I was just. <laughs> Watching you read the journal for a second, forgot where we are again. I realized it's episode 13, and I was like, stop reading my journal. It just felt, I was like over Cam's shoulder seeing what he was reading, and it just felt so invasive. And I'm like, aha, uh-huh. that's, again, why we are here and what this is. It's been a while since you've done that, though, since you've gotten I don't know why. Was, grabby about yeah. it. Uh, I wish that the audience could see the faces you make. Especially when I like. To yourself. When you're like, I don't know if that was good. You just shake your head violently. <laughs> Nope, nope. <laughs> delete, delete, delete. Um, okay, well, we are starting back in September of 2013. Uh, we were just in Havar, Croatia. September 23rd? Your wedding? No, bitch. <laughs> September 24th. Tomorrow. <laughs> you don't know my birthday or my anniversary, and neither can you remember them when I tell you. When's my birthday? September 12th. Okay, thank you. Got it. All right. Ha, so, put se- you in your place. September 23rd. We cleaned... We. Nope. Read much? (laughs) I'm leaving. (laughs) You said a couple episodes ago that you were going to Kool-Aid man out the wall. Right this this one right here. Yeah, so there's already that big big Kool-Aid size cut out in his wall. You can just walk right through that. (laughs) Okay, really quick. You keep saying the words got off in this journal. Got off, got off, got off. God God awful. (laughs) I know that you mean of the ship because nope. you're on a ship. Every time I wrote that, I just mean I came wherever I was. <laughs> it's It reads really dirty to me. For example, this entry, cleaned pool locker, then got off with Christian and Jay. <laughs> Nothing turns me on more than cleaning that pool locker. A little menage in the pool. A uh, little menage. 
Um, so you you got off the boat with uh, Kick and um, this boy Jay for Jay's birthday in Split, Croatia. You played badminton in the park. Oh, uh, yeah. What a rockin' birthday party. Um, is Split, Croatia, is that Diocletian's Palace? Is that that one? Huh? I've been there and i'm trying to differentiate between split and dubrovnik i'm pretty sure split is yeah it is it's the one it's the city that's built um on an ancient roman palace like it's in like the the, the city walls surround it's the it, city walls only to be with you huh because i still haven't found what i'm looking for no i still haven't found that was my harmony what i'm looking for <laughs> What the fuck song is that? Still haven't found what I'm looking for. You too? Oh, God. You have... Oh, oh, oh okay. I, I just clicked in my head. You have such an encyclopedic knowledge of songs, though. It, just a jukebox. Um. Anyway, Split is built on Diocletian's palace, and it's like this very cool ancient Roman architecture. It's a very interesting city. That's all I got. Anyway, blank Sorry, I've not made this easy for you. No. <laughs> Fine. You can keep it just staring at me without saying anything. That makes it really easy to do this job. Um, so it's a to, job to you now? Uh-huh. Uh, it used to be fun. What happened to us? We need to uh, go to counseling. You must be really easy to date. Ooh, <laughs> low blow. <laughs> low below the belt. Was... September 24th. Slept late. Your then... wedding day. <laughs> Don't fucking pander. (laughs) Um, Slept late, then got off with Christian. Uh, Insert cum joke? (laughs) Sure. Walked a tiny bit, then did Wi-Fi and pizza. Did Wi-Fi. I did Wi-Fi. There was no... The ship internet was terrible. Actually, it's kind of nice because you're like cut off from reality a bit. Mm Mm-hmm. And I forget how addicted I am to my phone until I get back off the ship. I never use my phone on the ship. I mean, I bring it off when I'm in port yeah. or whatever, but um, it was amazing, especially at this point, because I didn't even have service. My most recent contract, I had um, global like service. Yeah. Or whatever. But here it was great. You just The only thing you use it for is pictures, and um, it was just really nice to not have so much stimuli. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember trying to get in touch with you on this ship. It was difficult. Um, it was difficult. I was like, I think I would like send you a Facebook message and then you would call me if yeah. you like were, I didn't talk to people for months. Yeah. You called me one time. I remember very specifically you were in Norway. I called you in Norway. Yeah. Wow. I remember talking to you there um, because that was really high on my list of places I wanted to go. Wow. Still on September 24th. Um, you talked to, Oh, two of our dear New York friends, uh, for a while. Uh, we mentioned one of them a couple weeks ago, I think as our kindest, nicest friend who never says no to a wedding, <laughs> who never says no to a wedding. Um, yeah, we, we were just saying it was so hard to catch up with people cause I was so disconnected. Um, but it must've been nice to catch up with them. Actually, they did me a huge solid. I was at one point in my life back when I was living in Philadelphia, I was prior doing, to journaling prior to journaling. I was doing a show in Philadelphia that was paying me like $200 a week. So I couldn't live on that. So I had moved there from New York where I had a job. I kept that job. I drove up to New York once a week to keep my serving job in New York and my show in Philadelphia. It was a freaking nightmare. I'd keep stuff in their couch and what do you mean keep stuff in their couch oh they had that sounded weird yeah it was like a, there was a drawer in there um, oh okay. and i just keep some clothes there uh and you just stuff some stuff in the cushions occasionally <laughs> all my dilds <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
can I store these in your couch cushions? <laughs> They're mostly clean. <laughs> um, actually, no, I was just keeping clothes there, and I lost a shirt that I didn't realize I lost, or I gave. I don't know what happened to it, but just came to my attention recently because we were hanging out with this friend, and she was wearing that shirt six years later. And I was like, Did there you tell it her? is, you freaking Christine Baranski. <laughs> Well, good throwback. I appreciate that. Um, yeah, no, but she was like, you gave me this. I was like, oh, I, I can't remember. I, I trust her more than I trust, I you, trust her your too. memory. Also, I've stolen so many clothes. Uh, complimented so. you on your t-shirt today. It's <laughs> like, <laughs> like, oh, yeah, this is uh, my friend. <laughs> yeah, we've uh, covered what was, there's a jacket, I think, in there's an earlier jacket. episode that you still have. Yeah, a jacket and a couple shirts. <laughs> It's fine. You spend a lot of time in my house. I need to look in your closet next time I'm at your place. <laughs> I've been taking one article at a time. <laughs> um, the end of that day was a mediocre white night. You did not like that show. Sometimes oh, wait, I no, did. I was thinking of uh, the other one that you felt worthless in. Danzare. Yeah. Danzare. Thank you. Um, Ooh. Yeah. What? Uh, we're in some uncharted territory the next day. Um, I'm excited. Uh, well, it's all new to me. Uh, you're in Duras, Albania. Oh. Albania. We've like breached the Eastern Bloc here. Human trafficking capital of the world, or it was at that moment. Really? We were the first and last to go to that port. Um, Your ship was? Yeah, at least on that fleet. I don't know about wow. other ships. We went and it was... I just got chills. That's so dark. It, it was scary. There were... Um, People like yelling, worried about invaders near their property. Um, actually, the only fun thing about this is I remember being with DJ Matt and we... Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> Thank you. Uh-huh. Uh, every single thing, no matter what you bought in that country, was $5. Um, and it, so much so that it became a joke. I was like, I started asking random street vendors how much things were, being like, is it $5? And they're like, uh-huh. Wow. Wait. Do you mean five euro? Because... Uh... Oh, uh, maybe. Yeah. It, okay. So I'm just going to read this. Walked through slums with DJ Matt. Boop, boop, boop. Thank you. Uh, found white resort for five euro. Oh, yeah. Everything cost five euro. This <laughs> is what it says. Yeah. Uh, it was some little oasis in the middle of these slums. Someone was um, probably, you know, capitalizing on cheap land. And it was uh, just a resort and pool by the beach. But the beach itself was just like a disaster. It was like super littered and gross. And it was... Kind of a scary place, but there was this one cheap fenced-in area. Dirty beach, but kind of cool area, is what you said. Oh, um, so I'm I'm fascinated by this because, well, first of all, human trafficking is such a big deal that no one talks about. People are talking about it more and more, but like it happens on our shores. Yeah, um, I don't know anything about it as as far as it pertaining to Albania, other than that fact being spewed to me. But could have been by DJ Matt, so who knows the validity of it? But that's when you say Albania, that's what I remember about that. That's. That is shocking, and I'm I'm fascinated with that area of the world because it all just seems kind of like of a different era, like mm-hmm. like uh, Eastern Europe, like former Soviet Union. Hmm. Um, I mean, I got I don't think I got a fair picture of it. Uh, I also think that's where Voldemort spent so many years in the Albanian forest, the Black Forest of Albania. Oh, is that where? That's where he hid for years, bodiless. Oh, sorry, guys. I am sure that. I have mentioned that I'm a huge Harry Potter nerd. I don't think you have. We've mentioned okay. people. I think may have gathered from very, very small mentions. At one time, I said Batilda made up a name, and you said mm-hmm. Bagshot. Yep. And we did not comment on it, but that was a. We've very... also talked about Patronuses, mm-hmm. which uh, is a less obscure reference yeah. than Batilda. I have 
vanity plates on my Jeep that are oh uh, like an in in joke for Harry Potter. I, have <laughs> I was a, gonna just say it. <laughs> I have a Deathly Hallows His tattoo. License plate is. It's on my Instagram, so people can find it if they want. Also, I played uh, Harry Potter Trivial Pursuit with Cam, and I'm pretty good at Harry Potter. I I know it pretty well. So I thought until I played with this fucking jackass, I could not, I couldn't keep up to save my life. He knows every corner of that world. It's impressive and scary all at once. I love it very much. Um, but yeah, so Albania is always kind of dark and mysterious to me. I just called you a jackass. That was mean. That's okay. <laughs> You've called me worse. I've been called worse by better <gasps> as people have said <laughs> to me before. Oh, <laughs> yikes. Okay. Well then I don't retract uh-huh. it. You are in fact. Um, we, so <laughs> We were in uh, wine country this past weekend. And by wine country, I mean like uh, the central coast of uh, California up in Our listeners are going to be jealous of your life. Every episode we're like, I was in, I was in Iceland. I was at the beach. I was in wine country. I, I I'm was not trying to be getting my person. asshole eaten. I was, <laughs> was I not, did you say that? I, don't I didn't know. <laughs> oh, I did not say that. No, I, so we were up there. My husband uh, really, really loves wine and he loves central coast wine country. And so we were up there just for uh, like a day and a half. Um, you don't need to diminish it. I, I love your life. Well, I think it's something to everyone should aspire for I the joy you find every day. I appreciate that. Uh, but all this to say is we had this amazing uh, driver for the day. Cause if you're going to go tasting wine, you know, you can't just be driving. So uh, most people will have a, a, like a driver. We, you know, all of our friends had this one woman come pick us up and she, uh, she was so lovely. Her name is Edith. And um, she had this kind of, nondescript accent eastern european but not very heavy Mm -hmm. um and so we were talking to her all day and uh, peter asked her where she was from um and she said i'll have you guess and he said i don't want to offend you like what if i you know i i don't know what to ask i have no idea and she's like that's you won't offend me just ask and he's like okay is it eastern european uh and she's like yeah and uh and he goes oh gosh i don't know i don't know how to differentiate and she goes uh, it's fine. I'm from a hole. <gasps> he goes, Oh God. Um, I don't know. And so he started, he was like, I don't know, Romania. And she goes, yep, Romania. And oh, we were, wow. we were both like, I've heard great things about Romania. She's like, Nope, not where I came from. Never visited. I mean, wow. <laughs> she is a hundred percent entitled to say whatever she wants to about her homeland, but that is a I know, words I, I would never use. I know. I felt like really, I, I almost wanted to defend romania but i know nothing about right. it <laughs> i know some lovely people from romania but that's well, it she also is from um transylvania mm-hmm. so uh she made like a dracula joke i'm like lady <laughs> <laughs> she's like here you go and now you're expecting it <laughs> exactly i want to suck your blood okay can we move on <laughs> uh, everything in albania costs five euro that's so funny to me <laughs> september 26th sea day Annoyed to do all of... I'm always annoyed. Uh, well, I mean, here we are. Uh, you were annoyed to do all of Argentina's bingos so he can make extra cash at auction. What does that mean? Um, so, there were side jobs you could do on the ship if you so chose to spend your time that way. Okay. And they have these art auctions on the ship. Um, oh, Mostly, okay. like, it's all Peter Max stuff and, like, all that Americana. There's, like, certain artists, they pedal quite a bit. I only say that because I would then want to drop the fact that I served Peter Max at my restaurant. Um, do you know Peter Max? I don't. Blank stare. Sorry. He's a, like a psychedelic pop artist. Um, got big in the 60s and 70s. Done a ton of huge, um, just big ticket things. Yeah, um, I, I just Googled it. Very recognizable stuff. Uh, I associate him with the Beatles very much. Oh, okay. Sure. He, the Yellow Submarine stuff. Yeah. So I served him at my restaurant in New York and... I actually 
there's a whole um, scandal, I guess, involving him. He has severe dementia, oh. um, and I guess his art has been... Um, people have been abusing his dementia to profit off of his art and estate and all that and just the ways that you know sure um anyway it's weird because i was on these ships where i just saw tons of his heart and everybody knew who he was and actually he painted a cruise ship he painted norwegian breakaway oh wow like the outside of it oh wow port with us sometimes and so i'd see that and i'm just like very familiar with this man yeah and then i see him in my restaurant i did not know he had this crazy dementia and he it was so severe that he always came in with like a different handler he came in a bunch of times Um, okay Handler is the right word. Someone. A super, caretaker. Yeah. Someone supervising. And uh, one time I was put on the phone on Peter Max's phone with his wife uh, to be told what he was allowed to eat. <laughs> oh, I was trying hard to imagine why in the world you would be handed his phone at He'd a restaurant. Okay. Always order salmon. It was a vegan restaurant. Uh-huh. And she was like, just say yes to whatever he orders, but okay. get him this. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that, I mean, that's good. I'm mean, Good of her to do that. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of cool to be in that position, but also weird to see this like very huge successful artist in such a yeah, that's so fragile sad. state. Yeah. 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 No kidding. You know, it's actually not that uncommon, I think for people to take advantage of senior citizens or people with dementia in that mm-hmm. way. We probably don't hear about it as often as it happens, but like for instance, Harper Lee, um, yeah. there was that whole drama about her most recent book and what kind of involvement she had and whether or not she was being taken advantage of because she's so old. Yeah. Um, I say this to say, I say this to say that my dad, um, part of like the drama that he was involved in had to do with him taking advantage of an elderly man's dementia. Oh. Um, he was trying to get away with some shit because he knew that the elderly man's account wouldn't be seen as credible because he had dementia. Oh, oh. And as gross as that is, what is particularly heinous is what he did to his own family in that process. He, um, while we were in court, his lawyer was like arguing that he could never have taken advantage of a senior citizen that way because he himself was such a good caretaker for his own parents and in-laws with dementia. And I was like, uh-huh. <laughs> that was like a huge red flag for me because he was like talking about Weibo. He was talking about his parents and Weibo and Weibo okay. lived with us and they were saying he takes care of his in-law who is, you know, who needs constant attention and help because her mind is just not there. And for better or worse, Weibo's mind is there. I mean, it's, it's for worse cause she's a huge racist. <laughs> <laughs> but she also, I mean, a lot of people have racist grandparents, myself included. Um, but she's, I mean, she's sweet to you. And also, I mean, you've, you've described her multiple times as sharp as a tack. She, mean, yeah. She's an old lady that's, she's got her shit together. Yes. Like to the detriment of society, she does. <laughs> So you can't like convince her she already went to the polls and she doesn't need to go cast a vote for Trump. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. The world would be a better place if she weren't just quite as sharp as she used to be. (laughs) Anyway, uh, he, before we end up in court, was saying, he was like, I don't think Weibo should come. I don't like, it's going to really upset her and scare her. And like, she's going to be confused. And I was like, what? He was like saying these things I've never heard about Weibo before. And it only occurred to me in the courtroom. I was like, oh, he was trying to convince us that Weibo was losing her mind so that we would believe this case that his lawyer is making as well. He was like gaslighting you. He was 100% gaslighting us, which is, it's really hard to remove the wool from your eyes from a parent. Oh, because yeah. Because you just, you give them all the credit in the world. Yeah. But that was kind of the, um, what's the expression? It was the crack that 
I don't know. Like, a straw that broke the cam- camel's back, or I guess so. I'm trying. I'm like seeing an image of like a little crack in a window that then like shatters the rest of it. Oh, sure, yeah, yeah. Um, um I want to say really quickly too. You know, we're speaking in kind of non-specifics about your dad um, and stuff, and we teased way back in episode one, I think, and probably multiple times since that there's some serious family drama and a lot of shit that goes down with your dad in this journal. Um, I just want listeners to know that we are absolutely going to get into the nitty gritty, but we are waiting until it comes up in the journal. Um, mm-hmm. And then there will probably be a full dad episode, if not multiple episodes, because there's a lot to be said and we want to get into it and give it the like do the, or give it the time that it deserves. Yeah. And it'll be, I wanted to, I want to see how it unfolds in the journal. Um, yeah. So I'm giving you this snippet now just because it reminds me, I'm just yeah. relating it so hard to this Peter Max situation. Um, but you'll understand it in context later. Uh, and how much later? Like it's like a couple of years from now, right? Uh, not an episode. All the events occur, yeah, a couple of years from where we are currently in okay. the journal. All right, little little teaser there. Yeah, hang uh, in for the long haul, people. It's gonna get crazy. Um, but anyway, back to Peter Max then. Um, so they were auctioning his art, hopefully not taking advantage of. Oh right, so his I'm, art on the ship. Yeah, this all came from uh, Argentina. Was working these art auctions because the art auctions paid a separate hourly rate other than our salary okay so just to make extra cash and spare time it was only on c days but c days is also when we had all those activities to do and Mm. argentina and i were part of the group that were splitting those activities okay and he is being scheduled by our boss to do these art auctions that he is getting paid separately for while i pick up his slack and i'm doing his activities that was that allowed i (laughs) It drove me nuts. I don't understand. This yeah. guy could. I was like, doing double was like the work, running so the ship. Yeah, yeah. I was doing double the work so he could make money. Were the? Did you have the opportunity to go do those art auctions and make money if you wanted to? Yeah, I could have joined them as well. I was okay. like, but so my options were do the art auction and then pawn off my activities on someone else, which would have probably been Michaela. Uh huh. Or don't do the art auction and make less money and do double the work. Can we talk really quickly about how fucking wealthy the people on these ships were that they could spend $10,000 for a ticket, probably spend money like it's nothing in every single port you go to, and then on sea days, spend their money on fucking high ticket art auctions. Yeah, it's... uh... Like conspicuous consumption. Huh. Are you familiar with that term? No. Um, I th- it's something my parents used to use a lot. I need to like understand. I only uh, know your mom to be talking about dildos. <laughs> yeah, that's what she's famous for. Um, no, so my parents were very much against the idea of conspicuous consumption. Like having things like um, a house or a car that is just to be seen. Like we don't need a huge house, but we're going to get it because it's a status symbol. Mm. Or we're going to drive a really nice car, which is more than what we need, but it is... Um, it is, it's conspicuous. It's meant to be seen. You know what I mean? Yeah. That kind of thing. Anyway, uh, September 27th, Ravenna, Italy. Um, you had a show with T. I don't know this name. T is the new cruise director. Oh, tides are turning. Oh yeah, they sure are. (laughs) As we've discussed. Uh, did you like this guy? Yeah, he is, uh, uh, good at his job and just chill. Great. It was a good balance. Um, you got off for a short beach then walk in town. Uh, you lit a candle and had gelato. Back to religious, Mike. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> I think it was, it, there was a really beautiful church there, and I think there were just candles available, and I'm, I don't know who I lit it for, but probably for myself. I'm selfish. <laughs> <laughs> this one's for me. <laughs> 
<laughs> may I succeed in everything I do. Um, so, okay, so do you remember the day before when uh, I read the word annoyed and you were like, I'm always annoyed. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, this day you've written annoyed, but then... Annoyed, annoyed, annoyed. <laughs> you... Oh, I boxed it in and highlighted it. <laughs> you were so serious about how annoyed you were this day. Annoyed that I can't have friends in my room because of Argentina. Okay, I guess I have no... I need a thesaurus at this point. I need more words to describe my feelings toward Argentina. Can't have friends. Yeah, he's... We've, we've been over this. Nothing else to say. He's a little dark cloud and, and refused he, to see joy. He wouldn't let people come in your room? Couldn't have anybody with um, positive spirits around. Great. Um, September 28th, first voices in a month! Exclamation point. <laughs> Pretty good. So nice to hear nice comments about my voice again with a smiley face. <laughs> Me, me, me. We all need a little validation sometimes. That's fine. Um, R comes back tomorrow. Should start working hard again. Uh, my trainer. The guy who... <laughs> I oh. think he was training me at the beginning of this contract. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He then left. Okay. Uh, so I stopped working out. And so now my thought <laughs> is, okay, I've got three days to really pump some iron. So he thinks I've been <laughs> keeping up with it. Pump some iron. Uh, yeah. Then, I drew him a card, actually. I remember when he came back, it was like his birthday or something, and I made him a card, and it was like two cartoons, what I should look like and what I currently look like. <laughs> uh, I would like to see that artwork. That's art. I would buy at auction. Thank you very much. It's going on sale for 5000 <laughs> September 29th. You're back in split Croatia. Your wedding. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hate you. <laughs> You're back in split Croatia with a whole group of people. Beach was cloudy but fun. Little boy played in sand with Michaela. Oh, yeah. Pizza and Wi-Fi, which has happened before recently. Great combo. Don't are you going to come at me for pizza and Wi-Fi? No, not at all. Maybe we should go get vegan pizza for lunch. I was actually thinking a salad because I've been eating so badly, but it's not going to take... Yeah, I'm convinced it's okay. pizza. We could do pizza for dinner. <laughs> yeah. We could do salad once today and then pizza for the other meal. Oh. 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 <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens when we start talking about when our next meal is going to be and what's where it's going to come oh, from. Oh, no, it's actually nothing to do with it. I just plugged in my giant uh, vibrator. <laughs> <laughs> hit the right spot. Uh, please stop using my electricity. My electricity. Moose <laughs> mm. That's Sean Connery. Sean Connery. Please stop running up my utility bills with your <laughs> dilds. My, my car's plugged in right now, just so you know, so I wouldn't worry about my mild dild. Uh, um, the next day, you guys were spending a lot of time in Croatia because the next day you were in Dubrovnik, Dubrovnik, off with R, Michaela, and Kick, pizza and Wi-Fi. This is the third time in a week you've gone to pizza and Wi-Fi, bitch. Well, I have a habit. Remember, remember Margaret Crow's way back in the day? Yeah. All my Chinese Chinese food. food? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, shopped for mom and dad, played cards. I love cards. I love cards too. You're looking at me like this is a new, did you not know this about me? I love cards. Really? I have an amazing card game that I want to play with you and Michaela and Christian. What game? Euchre. Oh, I was trying to teach myself Euchre on the last ship because you can play it with two people. Uh, it's much more fun with four, the way oh. that it's supposed to be played. Peter doesn't really like it, and so I need another Euchre partner because you need to play with like someone mm. who you understand how their mind works a little bit because it's a lot of strategy. If anyone gets me at this point. <laughs> it's got to be me. Uh, gotta be me. Couldn't resist. Um, oh, yeah, that's great. Oh, can I tell you really quick? Sorry. Okay, and then remind me cards. Go okay. ahead. <laughs> Oh, going off the rails. No, uh, 
so I was working out the other day and we were having this, um, it, it was a, a, a partner workout. And so, um, it was me and like one other guy and we were working really hard. And it was this long, like probably, th- I think it was almost 40 minutes long of just like solid, really hard work. And he long, was, solid and hard. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Just how I like it. Uh, he was, he's this really incredible athlete and I, I was having a, a really hard time keeping up with him, but then they the, weren't having a hard time keeping it up. Stop it. <laughs> At the end of the workout, right before it ended, uh, Dirty Pop by NSYNC came on. And I have never lifted weight faster in my life. I was singing along. Dirty Pop. Yeah! (laughs) For some reason, that song pumped me up in a way that nothing else has in a long time. But please do tell me what you're going to say about cards. Kick, Michaela, and I have killed so much time on cards. Our game of choice is asshole. We get very serious about it. Which one's asshole? Asshole. Or as Kit calls it, bum crevice. Um, <laughs> it's, a, it's a drinking game, but we nearly never drink with it. We just okay. get very competitive. It's it's not healthy. Um, and we actually, bring it back to Harry Potter, it's very easy to get angry in this game because once you get fucked once, you kind of just keep getting fucked. Uh-huh. Um, and we'd always say that the person who like got fucked a ton and gets angry at the end because someone's always angry uh-huh. is wearing a horcrux. Oh, uh, <laughs> and then it just sucks all your good energy uh-huh. away. You might need to teach me that game, although I feel like I played it. And oh, we don't have to talk about the fine points of card games on this podcast. October first, October. Wow, you're in Montenegro. I feel like we've been there before. Um, Olive Oil Farm Tour, singer and guitarist. Oh, you must have seen. Oh, yeah. some live music. Oh, yeah. I'm- I have a vivid image of it. Great. Uh, <laughs> do you want to tell us about that? or No, I just was, uh, one of my friends was like, I can't believe the amount of shit you remember from your five-line journal. And I'm like, me either. I forget about all these things. And as you say them, crazy images come back, which is why I started this journal to begin with. God, I, it's such a good idea, actually. Now that you're saying all, or, you know, now that we've done this a little while, I'm realizing it's very valuable because yeah, it you don't brings you to back like... to these moments that you never would, like, you know, think of on your own. Yeah. The, and... I think the trouble is it's uh, no one wants to commit to a journal that feels like so much, but five lines is plenty to, to conjure all these memories. Yeah. Um, okay. Beautiful views, homemade cheese and wine and grappa. I hate grappa. What is it? Uh, Liquor? Yeah. It's so vile. Uh-huh. Um, okay. <laughs> no, thanks. I mean, there are some people out there that like Malort. And what the fuck is Malort? Sounds like a villain on Stranger Things. It's- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it pretty much is a villain. It is a, um, it's actually a, a Chicago, um, tradition. I think, I think it's, uh, distilled there. It is the most vile tasting liquor. People do shots of it. And it's like a, you can't live in Chicago and not been forced to do shots of Malort. Oof. And it, I can't even tell you what it tastes like other than like, is that barf. why you moved? Yeah. I, Let I, me I, ask you, would you rather? I love these. Eat Mike out. loves. Would you rather eat an asshole that has been working out for like 20 hours straight and hasn't showered? Yeah, 20 hours. You heard someone ran a marathon and then you eat their asshole or have three shots of Malort right now. Three shots of Malort because at least it's clean. It's a hot dude. Does that change anything? You love butts. You love butts. You do. You're always like, mm, I just want to stick my nose right in there. Is that what you say? Whenever there's like a cute guy, you're like, I just want to bury my face in there. <laughs> I think I usually say I want to motorboat his ass. I actually have never heard that, but really? thank God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> thank God. 
it's not effective that way. <laughs> no, get right in there. Absolutely. So you um, maintaining three shots? Uh, depends on how hot the guy is and if he had any shark well, accidents during the marathon. It's like one of your favorite Instagram influencers. He did shart. Okay. Nope. Malort. <laughs> he didn't shart? <laughs> you know the answer. I do love Woody Rathers. I do them at work a lot, which is so, so inappropriate. But, uh-huh, um, because yours are never not vile and sexual. Mine are so disgusting. One of my favorites is, would you rather have your parents watch you have sex from foreplay to completion, like they're standing in the corner of the room watching you do it, or vice versa, you watch your parents have sex from foreplay to completion? That is which a really is, easy one for me. Is it? Because that feels like a super lose-lose. Uh, it is a super lose-lose, uh, but I feel like it would... Uh, you can never unsee your parents having sex. Uh, I can never unexperience that. And they already know that I have sex. They already don't approve of it. So them sitting there watching it disapprovingly would be, I feel like a lower. Oh, crap. You think so? Because the other way around, you know, your parents have had sex. You're uh, like, they definitely have product of it. They can imagine you haven't, they know better, Ooh. but like they can just imagine it never happens. I had a strong reaction and now I'm second guessing it. It's I'm really glad one. I never, ever have to make that choice. You do. <laughs> we are not moving on until I got a solid answer out of you. <laughs> do you have one? October 2nd. <laughs> do you have one? Um, well, my parents are divorced. so It's going to be awkward <laughs> to watch them have sex. <laughs> <laughs> Mike just melted into his chair. I love that this is your favorite question and you can't answer it concisely. That's why it's my favorite. Okay. Um, Calm down. Bitch. <laughs> Shit. Shit. Um, well, my mom is listening, so that, that ups the stakes, doesn't it? You want to ask her to you send know what? pictures? I'm going to not answer this question. I'm going to... Ew, what? <laughs> nothing, nothing. No, what Delete, did you just please. say? <laughs> said so do you just want to ask her to send pictures but oh that's my god awful, oh awful. jesus <laughs> i'm gonna have to have an awkward conversation with my mom now and ask her which one she'd prefer oh yeah you please bring that back to the class for discussion um, all right mom prep your answer um october 2nd is a c day can't remember much which means you are obviously writing this later um activities insanity workout Ooh, Ooh getting insane yeah. <laughs> shredded <laughs> Love Shanti. He's my favorite of the Ew. videos. Really? But a lot of those videos are um, really... Disgustingly macho. Yeah. The word I was avoiding was anti-woman because I don't think they intend it that way. No, but it's just like it feels like full of toxic masculinity. Yeah. Even even some of the female instructors will say things like, the girls can do it. Why can't you? And I'm like, because it's got nothing to do with each other. These women are probably stronger than you are. Uh-huh. Like, and also, they always make these stupid comments that are like, women, this won't bulk you up. Men, this will bulk you up. I'm like, it's not going to bulk any of you up. It's just a fucking exercise. And like, even if it, it just is so loaded. It, but anyway, Shanti is the only one who's like, this is a good exercise. So just do it. And often his, the best people in his videos are women. No, that's yeah. fair. Um, on October 3rd, you're in Taormina, Sicily. Uh, it's one of the Jay's birthdays. You did a tour to Taormina, ate lunch with old solo lady Ursula. Huh? Poor unfortunate soul. So sad. So true. <laughs> I don't know how that continues, but that's definitely not it. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, she was on a solo means, um, someone who came to cruise alone. Uh-huh. 
she's like, feels sad for an old person to come on a ship alone. But yeah. it's not. It's not. They're and choosing to enjoy their free time and meet people. It's actually kind of perfect. But um, it's must- a lot less sad than an old person sitting at home alone, wishing they could see the world, but they don't have someone to do it with. Oof. Yeah, I feel sad. You're just saying that. <laughs> Sorry, I, I really respect people that travel alone. I, one of my best girlfriend's moms, she retired last year, and she did a study abroad program for retirees. And just just her, she went to Italy and met a bunch of other ladies and studied some art and ate good food and drank good wine for like six weeks. Wow. Like that is brave and wonderful and like yeah. so worthwhile, worth your time and money. Like get out there and meet Sick. old uh, Meet old people. That's not what I meant. I meant to say meet other people, but yes. So in this case, Ursula was not a poor, unfortunate soul. Great. Was her name really Ursula, or are you being mean with an unflattering nickname? (laughs) It really was Ursula, and now you're offending all the Ursulas out there. I went to college and was friend-ish with a woman named Ursula. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. I... I only know her as a sea witch. Ursula feels like a a name of a different time. It's a hard name. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if we've talked about this before, but... Um, my sort of friend from college, Ursula, um, was probably named before that was popularized. hundred percent. Definitely named before that. And, uh, I have, a an old music director named his daughter Isis, mm. um, because it's a beautiful it's a, goddess it's, name. Yeah. Egyptian goddess. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, it has obviously been co-opted and he is every, every time he says it, he's like, it's an Egyptian goddess. And you're like, ah, oh, it sucks. Like yeah. that's the name of the dog in Downton Abbey. <laughs> Really? Yeah. Also, I know a guy named... You <laughs> can't give his full name? <laughs> <laughs> also, I know a guy with the last name Trump, and I'm like, and he's not related, and that just sucks. You're, it that does Forever suck. sucks. Yeah, 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 yeah. No going back from that. Change it, maybe? I don't know. I would. I think if my name was Trump, I would change it. Yeah, that's fair. Although, it is a full nightmare to change a name. I had a couple friends who got married, two guys, and he changed his name, and he went over he like made some posts about how difficult it was and a million ladies came after him were like yeah we know (laughs) and it's uh an interesting conversation i always like to have because it's such a crazy thing that we default to the man's last name and why do we do that so it's interesting in a gay relationship they decided the last name based on just who had the better name or what was going to be better for the family but anytime you bring up to not anytime, but often in a hetero relationship, when you talk to a guy about changing his name, he's like, uh, no, I could never. In fact, one of my friends recently said that her fiance, when he was talking about her changing her name, she was like, well, what if you changed your name? And he was like, well, I've had it my whole life. <gasps> uh-uh. uh-huh. How dare you? I've had it my whole life. Oh, oh, that's okay then. Cause I've only had mine for a few weeks now. Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is such a, a strange uh, cultural to give this guy credit, she said he is uh, comes from a kind of conservative whatever, but is very open and like quickly changed his tune. She explained to him what that sounded like, and uh-huh. he is flexible and quickly moved from that thought. Um, I have a lot of girlfriends who have no interest in changing their name, uh, and there yeah. are, but it, it, sometimes it like um, what am I trying to say? The cultural expectation around that can really rear its ugly head mm-hmm. because you can have a very like progressive partner, mm-hmm. uh, male partner in your life. But then you say you don't want to change your name and like there can, like that can really stir the shit because guys are like, that is a way of 
kind of proving their masculinity. I don't know. It's it's this very strange <laughs> hang up that I've never mm-hmm. felt because I never wanted someone to take my name. And neither did I feel like my name is the thing that defines me. But some people in some cultures specifically really think that's important. I mean, I think kids makes a big difference when it just comes to the ease factor. But like another reason why I love Kick so much, uh, Michaela and Kick both have their own last names and there was zero issue it wasn't even a uh-huh. yeah. will they just hyphenate the kids do you think um no i think they'll actually take um michaela's last name she's uh three daughters and so that's her um family's lineage so that's uh the only way to Makes keep sense. that name going on yeah so there's good reasons for that um and as he should be kick this it's not an issue and it, funny michaela's grandfather uh is has been seeing a new woman for <laughs> Sounds so salacious. It does. <laughs> His wife passed away, and he is uh, seeing this wonderful woman, and she's just she's great. She's super progressive, especially for an older generation person. She sent Michaela a birthday card addressed to uh, Christian Kick's last name. Oh, and we were like, oh, how do you broach this? Because she doesn't, uh, you know, she's new-ish. I guess she doesn't realize that. Yeah, that Michaela didn't take the yeah, name. and she doesn't want to, like, correct her. She's not trying. She wasn't offended. It was just a misunderstanding. Uh-huh. But it's just an interesting, like, that was the default. She assumed that they're married, mm-hmm. so that must be her last name. Um, so that's a conversation she's just going to have to figure out how to broach. <laughs> All this being said, tons, the majority of my married friends did change their name. But oh, my God, mine too. You're and, entitled to do that. Yeah. That is also understandable, uh-huh. but just the default expectation is what is just yes it should be your decision yeah. not your and a conversation decision yeah yeah 100 percent. 100 p um i had no interest in changing my name when i got married just mm-hmm. for the fact that it seemed like a lot of work oh that's and also, okay. it's a full nightmare yeah yeah peter's last name is also a hate crime so um <gasps> <laughs> those are his words not mine I'll leave it there um <laughs> Actually, people can find it on our website. It's, He's credited. It's very Dutch. Uh, okay. October 4th, uh, you were port manning in Sorrento, Italy. Activities all day. Good people. Judged crew karaoke competition. That sounds really fun and really painful all at the same time. <laughs> exactly. Uh, <laughs> it's tough, but fun. <laughs> um, on October 5th, you're in Rome and very excited about it. Rome! All capitals, exclamation point. I feel like we've had that entry before. Rome! Uh, maybe. I you love like Rome! It. But it was a great day. Um, you were with a whole group, including Michaela and Kick. Um, you saw the Pantheon, the Trevi Fountain, the Colosseum, etc. Um, did you hear that Rome just outlawed Homosexuality? Sitting? What? You can't sit on the Spanish steps or the Trevi Fountain anymore. Um, and they're actually enforcing it. You can get like a 400 euro fine. Wow, why? Just for... I preserving guess, it? Yeah, well, either preserving it or, like, allowing it to be accessible to people. Because if, like, there's a horde of, like, a huge tourist mm-hmm. horde sitting on the steps, no one else can experience it. You can walk on the steps. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. You just can't sit and take up all the room. Um, that is my understanding of it. Huh. I was going to make some kind of joke about stealing from the Trevi Fountain, but I won't. <laughs> <laughs> Did you throw in the coin to say you'd come back? Huh? Three coins in the fountain. There's this whole tradition that if you throw, like, a coin over your left shoulder, you'll come back to Rome. If you throw two, you'll fall in love in Rome, and three, you'll live in Rome or something like that. I'm sure I'm bastardizing it, but it's something along those lines. I always do the one to, like, come back. You'll go back someday. Somewhere in the heart of Rome. Uh, My, huh? I just realized I've done that a bunch. Huh? When I'm not sure what you're saying. And when Kick was teaching English in Japan... That's like the go-to for kids. They'd be reading a sentence in English, and um, anytime they come across a word they don't know, um, it's similar to "huh," but it's the 
boat was in <laughs> that's amazing and it's like all the kids like everyone how they do the it. thing they did oh like that's they didn't cool know the word, they'd say, eh, with like a grunt i love that so much um oh october 6th no it's yes. october 6th you got thrilled again huh. um you went to florence and pisa you saw david and was thrilled by it hmm. I love that you become thrilled by these things. Yeah, so there's there's a couple of fake Davids in. It also says and two replicas because those <laughs> those are the ones like in the piazzas outside. Yeah, they're yeah. outside, and then uh, yeah, I don't know what it, it's just one of those things you've I've seen images of my whole life, just like the Sistine Chapel, uh-huh. and it is as impressive in real life as you'd hope for. Often things are not. They I get completely like the Mona Lisa, very yeah, underwhelming. Totally, uh, but I will say the David is my favorite. I don't know to say my favorite piece of art, the most impactful piece of art i've ever seen i remember turning the corner it's like in the national gallery in florence i mm-hmm. can't remember what the museum's called um is it in the uffizi i have no fucking idea okay. anyway you like turn the corner and it's there on its pedestal and it's like you know where it's meant to be and it is so much larger than life and so glorious like even the replicas the quote-unquote exact replicas in the in the piazza outside nothing holds a candle to it well they're not taken care of the way that one is yeah there's something very intangible about how that piece of marble comes to life though totally it it shocked me it's it is just truly stunning and to think that it was just a piece of marble (laughs) (laughs) i know what you're gonna say (laughs) i don't want to like Sometimes I listen back to our hours of conversation and I'm like, well, this is a steaming pile of (laughs) doo-doo. He will often say that he is polishing a turd. (laughs) (laughs) If it's an episode I don't like, I always end up liking them. They, I say that at the beginning of one, if it feels overwhelming and then they always come out, you know, I'm always happy. Um, But one time, I don't remember what episode it was, but one of the episodes started out that way and then became one of my favorite episodes. And I was like, I carved the david out of marble of this episode (laughs) oh mike our brave sculptor (laughs) podcast sculptor oh it's amazing i wonder what episode that was i'd like to go back and probably like this is shit (laughs) this is one of the replicas out front (laughs) okay i think this is a big enough turd for you to polish what do you think (laughs) it's not the loveliest metaphor Uh, before we go though, uh, is there any good listener mail this week? Oh my God. Perfect. Um, so we talked extensively at the beginning about pussy. (laughs) Good night. (laughs) Did we? Yeah. We talked about queefs. Talk about the things you can put in your pussy. (laughs) Talk about pussy prints. Why? Say dick all the time. I don't know. It just seems so, uh, I don't know. Shocking in my headphones. (laughs) Way to be a cliche gay. Pussy. No. (laughs) I will not stop yelling pussy. Well, that's better than usual when I can't get you to stop yelling bussy. I usually whisper bussy. <laughs> that's true. Uh, have we never talked about bussy on this show? We've talked about bussy. I just don't think we've given it the title bussy. <laughs> stop saying bussy. Oh my God. Uh, bussy, for anyone who hasn't quite made that leap yet, means boy pussy. <laughs> In context, it usually sounds like this. Uh, my bussy. <laughs> Uh, sometimes I'll just get a voice memo from Mike and I'm like, God, I know what this is. And I just open it up and he goes something like, Oh, daddy, put it in my bussy or, <laughs> Oh, my bussy is drippy. <gasps> Ew. You do look at me though. <laughs> this ladies and gentlemen has been my Mike impression. I thought you were going to say the bussy hour with Cameron Mike. <laughs>
Uh, wait, so how does all this relate to listener mail? I'll just let the uh, message speak for itself. Great. Hey guys, I have this to share with you. So, it's Pride Week, and Thursday night was a drag show featuring some RuPaul Drag Race alumni. I didn't go because I had had a rough day, and the thought of a crowd of 20,000 plus people triggered my anxiety. I can relate. Yeah, that's like super fair. (laughs) Hate crowds. Love home. That night, I was browsing Grindr as one does out of boredom and curiosity, and I saw... uh, A profile of a famous drag queen that I won't say on our podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Um... A mere four kilometers away. Ooh. Ooh. How how far is that in miles, Mike? (laughs) No, no, no. Tell me. That's well over six million miles. (laughs) I don't think that's right. Accurate. I don't deal with metric. (laughs) That's metric, right? Yeah. Okay. Whoops. Back to the message. Mm -hmm. Fun, right? Wait till you see the profile. I don't think I've ever read anything so vulgar and disturbing on a grander profile. The bitch come and sit next to Mike while we watch TV any night of the week. We had a whole episode introduction about the disgusting stuff in my inbox. Anyway, it goes on to say, take a look for yourself. Posts the profile of this drag queen, which I, I'm just going to have to read. It has a simple request. Okay. Looking for a cuddle buddy. Sweet. Mm-hmm. Normal. Yeah. Where are the fuck boys that can actually fuck? I mean, that's... A fair question if you're going to be a fuck boy. Sure. And also... Can you make that pussy fart? Oh. Says <laughs> <laughs> that wait on the front page on the of front the under profile? the name. Can you make that pussy fart? She spelled bussy wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Should say. Can you make that bussy shart? <laughs> <laughs> Every now and then, you some some things come Every out of you that actually. Then. Go ahead. Wow, really changing roles here. <laughs> Sorry. No, uh, uh, just every now and then things come out of you that shock even me, which is surprising. Like bussy shorts. Um, so was that it? Oh. He goes on to say, I don't want this to be seen as grinder shaming or anything like that. Just wanted to share with you. I can hear you both screaming. Ew. Very similar to what just happened. <laughs> yeah. Although we did take it a step further, didn't we? <laughs> anyway, love you guys. Can't wait for the next episode. P.S. Wouldn't it be great if you did a live reading in front of an audience? <gasps> From your lips to God's ears, boo. Yeah, we uh, have definitely had that on our minds. Yeah, for sure. More on that later. We'll leave that there, yeah. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Any parting words for our listeners, Cam? Uh, rate and review us on iTunes. Mm-hmm. Find more on uh, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at MBFJ Podcast. Mm-hmm. Email us at mybestfriendsjournal at gmail.com or visit our website, mybestfriendsjournal.com. So concise. Also, Working tell friends it. and subscribe. All right. And until next time, always remember... I'll soon be kissing your sweet little pussycat lips. Did he just say bussy? Um, play it again? Little pussycat lips. Wait, what? Pussycat, 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 pussy, 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 pussy. Uh, yeah. He just said bussy. Bussy, 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 bussy. Watch new pussycat. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Watch the new pussycat. Eleanor Stella. <laughs> 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 <laughs>